Coming to you from the Spirit Lounge, I'm your host, Lily. With me is my co-host, Vanessa, and this is the Haunted Happy Hour Podcast. Welcome back to the Spirit Lounge for our special summer series, Campfire Stories. Yay. Yeah, so this is a fun, new, different idea. Series, idea, summer, fun topic. Exactly. Last year we did road trips. Yep. And so this year we kind of wanted to do something fun and different. Mm -hmm. And we're like, oh, really, I think the idea came about because we wanted to do something with, spoiler alert, s'mores that's really what it was and we're like oh my god we should do something with s'mores because it's summer i'm like Mm -hmm. oh my god we should do a whole campfire stories type deal and it's perfect for summer because everybody loves to camp out Mm -hmm. in the summer right be outside doing whatever around a fire exactly drinks s'mores what else do you need i know it's perfect being under the stars i know so different different format right so we have a couple of uh, campfire stories, which will just be telling stories, mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. like you would at a campfire. Right. These stories could stem from different topics that we have found, mm-hmm. like urban legend type deal, right? Camping locations, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. state parks, murders, right. murders and mayhem, right? Anything that fits under there, right? Stay tuned. Yeah. So a uh, fun email. Before we get into it, that uh, we received. Yeah, this is exciting. I know. Uh, Shout out to our new friend, Madison. Madison, yay. thanks for listening. Woo. And want to thank her for actually sending in this email. Let me just read it to you here. She says, my name is Madison and I just found your podcast and love it. I'm from Peoria and listen to the episode where you talk about the Peoria State Hospital. So that was like a couple of episodes ago, yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. I actually did the paranormal tour there, and it's pretty creepy. I highly recommend checking it out. Here are some pictures from there. Stay spooky. So it was cool because she actually included a couple of pictures that she took from the tour. One was of uh, one of the cemeteries there. Another one was, for anybody who remembers, we talked about one of the patients there. Her name was Rhoda, Mm -hmm. who's said to kind of still roam the grounds as well. And she was kept in a Utica cage, which was at a previous institution, not here. Mm -hmm. So the Peoria State Hospital, the museum area, I would assume, then had kind of a bed like the one that Rhoda slept in. Similar to that one. Yeah, so that's Which was super sad. Yeah. And then she also included a picture of some of the cottages that are still there today. Wow. So I got really interested And since she had been on this tour, Mm -hmm. I replied back to her and I was like, oh, my gosh, did you have any experiences when you were on the tour? Like, what happened? How was it? And so Mm -hmm. she says, on the ghost tour, I was with my sister and my dad. My sister wasn't by me when we were outside by the memorial. So I would assume there's some kind of a memorial to Mm -hmm. maybe like the history there. Wow. Yeah. Uh, When we were out there, she says, I went up to the lead tour guide and told him I smelled a cigar. Not even two minutes later, my sister comes up and says the same thing. I smell a cigar. And then the guide said, yep, 
that's would be Dr. Zeller. So oh my god. Apparently he's known to kind of roam around and you get the smell of cigar smoke. That's wild. Yeah. That's so cool though. And then she was uh she mentioned that she was in the uh recreational building where the patients went to go get some exercise. And when she was there, she was using dowsing rods. I know you had talked about these before, about mm-hmm. wanting to actually get a pair for yourself. Right. Because you're kind of like fascinated with that type of thing. Right. And so she said she was using them mm-hmm. in this building and she connected with a little girl. Oh, wow. Yeah. So she never used them before, but she loved the experience. Mm-hmm. It's cool because she says a lot of people don't know the actual history of the place. Mm-hmm. So... For her, she thinks it's a great historical story and a place that she wants to return to. Great place to visit. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Your next family vacay. (laughs) The Peoria State Hospital. Come on, kids. Let's get in the car. (laughs) So, yeah, Madison, thank you so much. Thank you so much. For the email. We will absolutely be sharing uh, the pictures that she uh, sent us. So stay tuned for those. And those of you that have any experiences like Madison, please Mm -hmm. feel free to share. We would love to show our listeners your pictures or share any info that you can add just like Madison did. Right. We would love to share it. So uh, as for today's episode, I know we kind of talked about it already. But Vanessa, do you want to tell us what we have going on? So today we have stories that will send a chill down your spine and make you ask yourself, do I really want to go camping? So sit back, get comfortable in front of the campfire and pull up a drink. But before we get into it, though, let's talk about today's drink feature. So today we have an old fashioned. I know it's kind of a a common drink. Mm -hmm. I know many of us have Mm -hmm. had it. Yep. Uh, But. It's funny enough, I haven't had one in a while. Right. So it was nice to kind of bring this bring this in. I think it was nice, though, because it paired really well with our uh, our s'more. Which, what's the name of our s'more? The hipster. hipster. Yeah, that was a really good <laughs> So we one. wanted to pair something with that. And our hipster has, of course, our marshmallows, graham mm-hmm. cracker. But we added a twist to it. Yes. We do have the chocolate. But we also added a light hint of sea salt mm-hmm. and a little mini piece of bacon. It was so good. So good. It was amazing. Delicious. Was amazing. Like, I can't believe I have never had a s'more like this in my entire life. I know. It's delicious. It's life changing. <laughs> I feel like I just want s'mores like this I from know. now on. I know. Yeah. So this drink paired really well with it. Yay. I just can't get over the freaking s'more, though. That was I know. Right. So I think that's kind of the cool thing, though, Mm -hmm. because so with all of these different s'mores that we're doing on the episode, we purposely picked different types of s'mores, like Mm -hmm. fun types Mm -hmm. of s'mores. Something that that you would never think of mm -hmm. bringing to your regular campfire. Yeah. And. Mm -hmm. Do we want to share now or shall we share later of the extra edition that we have? I guess you can go ahead and share that now. Yeah. So Lily mentioned stay tuned for pictures, but we also have some little video clips that you can check out of our making process on TikTok. Yay. We're now on TikTok. (laughs) So if you want to see us uh, ASMR our way through (laughs) the process, feel free to check it out. Okay. So the drink. All right. So. Old fashioned. It's a simple syrup, water, ice, bourbon, 
And then we actually garnished it with a little bit of an orange slice and a cherry, a maraschino cherry. Yeah. So there's various variations of mm-hmm. this. You could do whiskeys. You could do whatever. Yes. Let's check it out. Yeah. We're going to cheers. cheers. Woo. And bottoms up. What do you think, Lily? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Got to be honest. Okay. So when I first tried it, so this is my second sip. Okay. So our first sip mm-hmm. was actually make through the making process right. for the for TikTok. Right. Yes. So when I first tried it, okay, you know me. You know I'm not a big bourbon whiskey type of drink drinker. Right. right. So it was actually pretty strong for me. I was like, ooh, yikes. That's <laughs> yeah, actually a lot. Right. Okay. So that was that though. Okay. So now when we were setting this up to record, I added some water. I added a little some bit of water. More, yeah. Mm-hmm. Added some more ice to it. Yep. And also added a splash of, what do you call it? Like a, a lime juice. So that one says sweetened lime juice. Yes. It's like in the same like bottle. Like a syrupy type yeah, deal. as the grenadines or For as like the cocktails. simple syrups. Yeah. yeah. So I added a little bit of that. I felt like I needed a little bit more of like a sweetness to right. it. So now that I'm drinking it, mm-hmm. I actually I actually don't mind it. You're like, I can do this. I actually can. Before, <laughs> I wouldn't have been able to drink it. I'm like, man, this is like. It was pretty strong. Really strong. I'm, I'm going to be honest as well mm-hmm. and i did sip it and i was like Eek. <laughs> so we're like all smiles by the campfire <laughs> meanwhile we're like whoa like my my throat was like burning <laughs> like this could seriously kill any illnesses that we may have God. at that moment <laughs> but it's good now now it's good i know that you didn't do anything to yours so good luck over there well, you know what? I think the water or the water, the, the ice. ice melting mm-hmm. <laughs> is kind of helping mm-hmm. it out. Which I mean, we're not we're not big into that. But if you are, you know, this is definitely right up your alley. Right. Exactly. I know my wife used to be obsessed with old fashions. My so. husband actually loves them. Yeah. So, yeah, he this is up his alley. Yeah. But I thought that this drink, though, mm-hmm. would pair well with the bacon. That's really it why it did. Because it it's kind of mapley, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know. Rating. Oh, we're, we have to say without, though. We have to say without the s'more. What's the without rating? Without the s'more? Yeah. Eeks. <laughs> uh, one. <laughs> just because, you know, we just explained everything. Because it's strong. Gosh. Yeah. With, but, with the s'more, though. Yeah, with the s'more. Like, I would probably say a three and a half. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Right. Well, now that we have our drinks and our s'mores, let's huddle around the fire and tell our first campfire story looking for your next hiking adventure want that scenic view for your camping trip plans why not make a getaway to freetown fall river state forest in massachusetts this 5,000 acre forest includes 25 miles of trails for hiking horseback riding off-roading, and more. Besides all the fun outdoor activities that Freetown River State Forest offers, it also lies within the location of the Bridgewater Triangle, also known as the Black Triangle. This is a phrase coined by Lauren Coleman, a cryptozoologist and author of the 1983 book titled Mysterious America. According to Coleman, The points of the triangle are Rehoboth, Abington, and Freetown, all located in Massachusetts. Within the boundaries of the Bridgewater Triangle, plenty of mysterious and sinister sightings and events have occurred. 
From UFO sightings to orbs of light, balls of fire, ghosts, humanoid figures, murders, mysterious sightings, and more. This is an area that can send chills down your spine. It's definitely not for the faint at heart. The triangle is reportedly plagued by malevolent forces, which some say stem from curses that Native Americans placed on the area in retaliation for poor treatment from colonists. Hockamock Swamp sits at the core of the triangle. In the language used by indigenous Americans, Hockamock means place of spirits, a name perhaps stemming from the Indian burial grounds dotting the area. Let's circle back to Freetown State Forest. This getaway location has perhaps the darkest reputation of them all. There's Asunet Ledge, the site of many suicides, and where people who have never considered suicide are said to get the sudden urge to jump. But much of this is apparently due to its ties to horrifying true crime stories. Retired Freetown Detective Sergeant Alan Alves said he witnessed evidence of regular satanic cult activity in the forest for 15 to 20 years, beginning in the late 1970s and continuing into the early 90s. He said he and other officers would regularly find animals that appeared to be sacrificed ritualistically, with no blood in the animal, but none on scene either. There were reports of satanic graffiti of upside-down crosses and pentagrams. Some believed that these reports were connected to the so-called Fall River cult killings that occurred during the same period. Alves was the first officer on scene at the discovery of 15-year-old Mary Lou Aruda's body after she was kidnapped in 1978. That stayed with me because at the time, he says, my daughter was just a few years younger. It really stood with me, and it stays with me today. The forest was also the site of three more murders. In 1987, a homeless man was somehow mistaken for an undercover police officer and killed in the forest. In 2001, two men were found riddled with bullets on Bell Rock Road, which winds through the woods. While at this mysterious park, you can hike to a granite structure known as Profile Rock, which seems to depict local Wampanoag historical figure Chief Massasoit. Local legend states that a man's ghost can be seen here, sitting on the rock with crossed legs and outstretched arms. Since Coleman's introduction of the Bridgewater Triangle to the world, groups of paranormal investigators and enthusiasts have stepped up to record and investigate as many strange occurrences as possible. Ghost hunters have encountered some unexpected EVPs, like You Will Serve Satan, said one, and the names Doreen and Carl Drew. The EVPs may be related to satanic cult murders that happened in Westport and Fall River in the late 1970s and early 1980s. Dorian Levesque 
was a murder victim and Carl Drew was found guilty of the murder of Karen Marsden, a Fall River prostitute connected with the cult. Whatever you seek, whether it be a relaxing retreat, an active weekend, or a paranormal visit, Freetown Fall River State Forest, the location of the Bridgewater Triangle, is sure to have the vibe for your next camp outing. We're going to take a short break right here. So just keep enjoying your s'mores and your cocktails. When we come back, we'll have our next campfire story. Sure to keep the eerie vibes going. Stay tuned after the break. Welcome back to the show. Let's get right back into it with our next campfire story. The Devil's Tramping Ground is an intriguing and mysterious location nestled near Bear Creek, North Carolina. This unusual spot has long captured the imagination and curiosity of both locals and visitors. Known for its barren circular clearing in the woods, the Devil's Tramping Ground has become a place steeped in mystery. It's said that this very place is where the Devil himself walks in circles during the night, contemplating his evil deeds. According to legend, anything left within the circle overnight will be mysteriously removed or damaged by the devil's presence. People have reported leaving objects like chairs, tools, or even plants in the circle, only to find them moved or destroyed the next morning. Visitors have attempted to anchor sticks and other random items in the barren area, but morning always finds these obstacles cleared away. Some individuals have even claimed to have witnessed strange occurrences or heard unexplained noises while near the area. Tucked within an empty patch of woods on a quiet country road in Chatham County lies a dusty circle barren of plant life roughly 40 feet in diameter surrounded by dense forest. It's said that the soil within the circle prevents any plant growth, and even more eerie, animals seem to avoid this empty patch of woods. The origins and nature of the Devil's Tramping Ground remain a subject of speculation and debate. Legends and stories passed down through generations explain the phenomenon. One popular belief suggests that the Devil uses this spot as a dancing ground or a meeting place for his infernal gatherings. In his tramping ground, the devil spends his night pacing around in a circle and turning his bitter mind towards ways to bring human souls to damnation, devising a plan to tear the soul 
out of every human on earth. It's the scorching heat of his cloven hoof prints that kills the vegetation and has rendered the soil barren. Research suggests that the legend of the Devil's Tramping Ground can be traced as far back as the 1780s. In 1882, an article was discovered that referenced people nearly a hundred years old who remembered seeing the tramping ground and hearing stories of it when they were children. It's quite possible the legend goes back even further. While some people believe the supernatural forces at play within the circle are due to the works of the devil, others believe the spot was an ancient meeting place for local indigenous tribes who were said to have made the barren circle through their ceremonial dances. Whatever stories people choose to believe, there's no denying there's something mysterious about this area. Visitors, brave enough to spend the night at the Devil's Tramping Ground, claim to have experienced paranormal activities ranging from hearing heavy stomping sounds to seeing red glowing eyes in the distance. A Greensboro paper journalist, wanting to prove that the stories were in fact just legends, spent the night in a tent right in the middle of the Devil's Tramping Ground. The reporter succeeded in staying the whole night, albeit without any sleep. He ended up reporting that he felt uneasy and even heard strange and unusual footsteps circling his tent throughout the night. Another visitor, a paranormal investigator who goes by the name of Kevin the Custodian Ghost Hunter, stayed overnight with his team in the circle, live streaming their occurrences. It wasn't until the team reviewed the footage they captured that they realized they caught a mysterious fog moving through the woods. In the video, one can see the fog hovering at times, seemingly moving behind a person standing in the foreground. Some suggest it's the spirit of a local indigenous shaman. Others think it could be the devil himself. Scientists, researchers, and skeptics have sought to unravel the mystery of the Devil's Tramping Ground. Some attribute the barren circle to natural causes, such as high salt content in the soil or elevated levels of iron. These factors may inhibit plant growth and explain the lack of vegetation within the circle. But, according to UNCTV, in 2015, more recent soil testing showed the salt content in the soil is not high enough to make it so nothing can grow. Regardless of attempts to provide rational explanations, the allure of the devil's tramping ground remains strong. This barren circular clearing within a dense forest has garnered attention and curiosity from both locals and visitors as its association with the devil himself walking in circles adds an aura of supernatural intrigue. Whether one embraces the supernatural tales or seeks rational explanations, 
this unique location serves as a reminder of the enduring power of folklore and the human fascination with the unknown. All right, and before we close it out here, Vanessa, anything else to add? Just remember, check us out on TikTok if you want to see us making our drink and s'mores. Yes, and just keep a lookout for the remainder of the month for the rest of our summer series, mm-hmm. Campfire Stories. Yep. We have a lot more s'mores and cocktail right. pairings to share, so that'll be fun. Also, exciting news. We are actually up for a nomination in the 18th Annual People's Choice Podcast Awards. So the nominations are open until July 31st. So if you're a fan of the show, please head on over to podcastawards.com and give us a vote. I know we're under uh, four different categories. Vanessa, what are those categories? Yep, we're under entertainment, best female hosted podcast. People's Choice and Society and Culture. Yes. So exciting. I know. Uh, (laughs) We'll see what happens. Drum roll. (laughs) I know. Seriously. So definitely, if you guys have a minute, please go out there, podcastawards.com and give us a vote. We'd really appreciate it. So with that, until next time, though, thanks for joining us for another happy hour in the Spirit Lounge. I'm Lily. And I'm Vanessa. And this was the Haunted Happy Hour Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the show anywhere you listen to your favorite podcasts. And if you have Echo devices, an easy way to listen is just say, Alexa, play Haunted Happy Hour Podcast. Plus, follow us on Facebook and Instagram to check out our next episode teaser and drink feature. See if you can guess what our next theme will be. Until next time, cheers! cheers.